rock and metal. The next generation. New bands that sound a bit like older bands. What the hell is this? New bands that just love some of the older bands. And stuff. Oh, hell. It's just bands we think you'll dig. Okay? Hello, hello, and welcome to another startling and scintillating episode of the classic rock and metal podcast, Next Generation Show. As you may know, this is a companion to our regular monthly classic rock and metal podcast show, which features brand new exclusive interviews with three bands from back in the day, catching up with everything they've been up to and playing some of their tunes as well. This and all our shows are available on Podomatic, Mixcloud, you can subscribe through iTunes, and of course they're always available from our main website at classicrockpodcast.com. This week we're featuring a good old style heavy rock band from Australia called Mammoth Mammoth. No, not the band with John McCoy and those other two large blokes, Mammoth Mammoth. Why just have one when you can double the fun, eh? But don't mess with them, they'll f*** you up. Let's just hit punters in the face as hard as we can and uh, make them walk out of our shows going, fuck, that was like insane. I spoke to lead vocalist Mikey Tucker, who I promise is a pussycat when he comes off the stage, but when he's on it, front row beware. They're well worth 15 minutes of your time here, and not least because when I asked him for his best story from the road, this didn't even make the top five. The first guy, I kind of like knocked him out of the way, and then the second guy hit smacked me right on the side of the head with a claw hammer and knocked me down, and then he started belting me with this claw hammer, so I had like broken ribs and fucked up all my back, and then had to get stitches in my eye and all sorts of stuff. There's a track handpicked by Mickey at the end of our brief chat, but for now, sit back and be charmed. So how long has the band been going? Uh, we've been together now for nine years, and in that time we've done two EPs and two full-length albums. So what is it about Mammoth Mammoth that some of the people that like the older bands might like? I think the main thing with Mammoth Mammoth is I think we've got a lot of uh, a lot of our influences are kind of older bands, like, you know, obviously coming from Australia, or we, uh, when we uh, growing up, all we listened to was all four of us was, eight, you know, ACDC, Bon Scott era of ACDC, um, you know, Rose Tattoo, The Angels, you know, all those kind of like older rock bands, we, we all just grew up on that kind of stuff, so um, so I think you can hear that kind of coming through our music as it's kind of like, um, oh, for, some, for some reason we get put in the stoner rock circle, but uh, none of us really, we, we don't really think that we're stoner rock, I think we, we're just, we're, we're more just classic rock and roll, like we're kind of, we're, we're influenced by rock and roll and so I think that, um, you know, anyone that's into those kind of bands will kind of like Mammoth Mammoth, I think. When I first heard you, I got a similar experience to when I first heard Motorhead, there was that sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there was melody there, but it was really much harder. Yeah, Motorhead's a, is, is another, like, massive influence, like we all listen to tons of Motorhead head kind of growing up and stuff and I think it's like we don't purposely go alright let's let's make this song sound like Motorhead or make it sound like any bands in particular but I think it's like I think just when you've kind of it, it just automatically maybe just kind of comes out a little bit when that's all that's kind of all you've listened to as, as a teenager and kind of growing up so yeah and if you're adding to it that's where it all came from because the bands that we listened to yeah. were influenced by the Beatles but they were adding to that yeah, so it's, exactly. I mean, I mean uh, yeah it, it does sound yeah. like a progression anyway and I think the other the other thing with us is like we're all into those kind of bands but then the four of us have got a lot of different 
influence as well. So like I'm into a lot of, um, you know, just straight hard rock bands. I also do listen to a lot of stoner and a lot of metal and stuff like that. And then um, Frank, our drummer, he comes from an old punk background, like an old Melbourne punk background. And he played in um, bands that are now in the, you know, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and, and stuff like that. So he kind of comes from that era. He was in a, in a, in a band that um, became um, this band in Australia called The Wreckery and then they some of those then went on to, to, to be in the bad seed. So he comes from that like really old punk kind of era. And then Pete comes from like a new punk kind of thing. That's all he listens to is he's influenced by just straight punk. That's all he listens to. And then Cuz listens to like a lot of like glam metal. You know, he's into like, you know, bands like Def Leppard and like um, Cinderella and, you know, like um, Wasp and all that kind of stuff. That's all he's into. And I think it's kind of like a lot of those influences do kind of come through in some of our music as well. There is a little, there's some kind of, you know, glammy guitar solos that he does. And then there's, you know, so it's kind of, it's a nice, it becomes a nice mix. So then it's kind of like it is real kind of rock and roll, but then you, there's these other little kind of things that kind of creep through. Yeah, which you can definitely tell, you know. Yeah. Um, where have you been, I mean, you, I guess you played a lot in Australia, but where else have you been playing and, and what bands have you been on the same bill with? Uh, in Australia, we've played with um, uh, Black Label, Zach Wilde's Black Label Society, Sleep, um, Unida, um, John Gus did a tour of John Garcia, um, Rose Tattoo, Datsuns. We played with uh, we played with Airborne. Did a tour with Airborne. So we played with a lot of the, a lot of bands in Australia, and then um, and then this is our third European tour. So I think the first tour we played with a band called um, from Sweden called The Quill. Kind of like a like a kind of rock band out of there, um, and then the last tour that we did um, in June, I think it was, was just it would they were just our own shows. So we basically the, the, we just it was just us. We didn't really have any kind of other bands that supported us or anything. And then uh, and then obviously yeah, this tour we're playing with My Sleeping Karma and Greenleaf, which is great. And um, and then I think when we played Stone from the Underground in Germany, we played played again with John Garcia. Um, and you know there was a bunch of bands, Dozer, and um, you know tons, tons of band on that lineup as well. So, so we're kind of starting to play with some pretty good, some other getting getting some pretty good supports. So, um, and that's kind of the really important to us, especially in Australia, because it's kind of like there's not many venues to play. It's and um, at least you kind of you know you get those good supports. You can get you can get some pretty big you know you're playing to bigger crowds and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. I think. It, it works well for you because you always get really impressed when a support band comes on the stage and really goes for it. And like yeah. I said before, I was front and centre and you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Is that what you, I mean, uh, do you feel that way? I speak to some of the bands that I saw back in the day yeah. that really made it. And when I first saw them, they'd have like 45 minutes and they just really went for it. Do you feel that same kind of... Yeah, well, our, our motto has always been from the, from the kind of start is, you know, like... People pay money to go see a show, and they want to have a good time, and they want to be they want to be impressed by a band. And um, so we've always been like, you know, let's not kind of stand there and tune our retune our guitars in between songs and all that kind of stuff. Let's just hit hit 
punters in the face as hard as we can and um, you know make them walk out of our shows going fuck that was like insane like and just remember the name and remember the show and say that it was you know one of the best shows that they've seen and and like where we've got this kind of our motto that we kind of write on things is if you're not bleeding you're not rocking so it's kind of like we do it's always got to be it's always got to be powerful and and I think you know I don't like I'm purposely go out and like um, you know jump into the crowd for any particular reason then that's just it just happens like it just kind of comes out of me I just get so into it and kind of feel a bit kind of strange being separated from the crowd I actually want to get in there and like you know get get amongst it and you know have a have a as of a good good time as, as they're having so yeah so it's, it's fun <laughs> so you've I've done quite a few shows a third tour of Europe yeah what's your best story from the road so far best story from the road um, let's see well there's been there's obviously been been um, been loads of them but I think um, there's uh, one time that um, I went in to uh, take a shit in the roadhouse and didn't tell the, and the band thought that I was on the bus asleep and the bus the bus took off and I came out after I'd finished on the toilet and there was no bus and um, had to try to figure out how to get back in contact with everyone so they can come back and pick me up. <laughs> so what track should we play of yours that would be if you had that one shot to get yeah. to the older fans and say this is what we're all about which which track would that be do you think uh i'd probably say or oh, maybe sitting pretty right. yeah 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 it's kind of like it's, it's a just um straight up rock and roll song some of the other songs can get can get kind of get in a little bit of stoner and kind of some songs are heavier but that's i think that's just a that's just a straight up fun rock and roll song so i think that could be good the website talks about problems that you guys had when you were starting out, venues yeah. burning down and people getting in hammer fights and yeah. <laughs> what, what happened with those? Basically our first EP we recorded, the whole point of that first EP was just going to be recorded as a demo to, to give to venues and try to get our first gigs. And then, um, and then we end up pressing it and all that kind of stuff. And um, and so the, t the this place called Cherry Bar in um, Australia, which is in a lane called ACDC Lane, gave us our first gig. And um, and then all of a sudden, it was kind of like that burnt down. Well, the the um, the venue, the the restaurant above burnt and then soaked through cherry bar so then we we lost the slot we couldn't play it and then um and then i think when we another venue said all right well you could you guys can play play at our venue um then i ended up getting into a altercation with a couple of with three guys in uh in melbourne and um it was my actually my birthday and i was in a park and i was just kicking the footy with a couple of mates and these guys came over and just started, you know, asking these kind of weird questions and stuff and tried to actually have a fight with us. And um, and we, it didn't end up happening. We'd kind of like, you know, kind of sold it and said, you know, if you, if you want to go, we'll go, but like, whatever. And then that kind of stopped. And then as I was walking back through the alleyway to go to the, to the pub to get more beers to take home, they um, come running through the alleyway with claw hammers. And um, the one guy just came running through and smacked me right on the side of the head with a claw hammer and kind of half knocked me out, but I was able to kind of like, Zola, the other two guys that I was with kind of ran and I was too drunk to run. So I thought if I run, he's gonna smack me in the back of the head. So I might as well just, just stand there and just try to take him on. And so they come running at me and I kind of like, the, 
the first guy I kind of like knocked him out of the way and then the second guy hit smacked me right on the side of the head with a claw hammer and knocked me down and then he just started belting me with this claw hammer so I had like broken ribs and um, fucked up all my back and that had to get stitches in my eye and all sorts of stuff so then I was in hospital so then that gig didn't go right and then our bass player and um, guitarist then was went to a strip club called Kittens in um, in Melbourne which is pretty badass it's run by bikies and that kind of stuff and they're on and then there was a shootout in the in the venue and they were like having to, having to hide under tables while people were shooting at each other. So so we were just kind of like, is this band supposed to actually start? Like is this like like, you know, some weird kind of thing saying, you know Someone's telling me something. Yeah, you, you, this band should never happen. Like so but then at the end of the day we ended up getting we you know finally got our first gig and then got lots of gigs and now here we are in uh, in the UK. There you go. If it wasn't difficult, if you didn't have to work for it it wouldn't be fun would it exactly (laughs) and that's mammoth mammoth they had an album out in 2015 but more recently the mammoth bloody mammoth ep was released and i fully recommend you pick up either or both as soon as possible now just a brief message about our patron program as you know these shows that we produce are always free to listen to and don't contain any ads to spoil your enjoyment of them but they do cost money to make equipment web space software on the technical side and travel to interview bands and review shows all mounts up not to mention the time which we of course are happy to give because we love the music Patreon is a website that allows people to contribute small amounts of money for content uh, that they regularly enjoy. It's kind of like crowdfunding, but on a regular basis. And you sign up to say, each time this show comes out, I'll give this much money for it. And it can be as little as a dollar, which is about 70p, or as much as you like. You can also cap it, so you never pay more than so much a month. And that could be also be a dollar. So if we do four shows a month, it would cost about 25 cents each. Like Kickstarter or other crowdfunding programs, there are rewards for people who contribute and for example at the moment everybody who becomes a supporter of the classic rock and metal podcast will get a signed item from one of the bands we've interviewed recently so it could be rock goddess could be blue oyster cult could be anyone and we'll send that anywhere in the world free when you sign up so if you enjoy these shows and you'd like them to continue please visit our page at patreon.com slash rock podcast that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash rock podcast and have a look you can also follow the link from our homepage, which is at classicrockpodcast.com so to sign off we'll finish with mikey's choice that he feels will tell you everything you need to know about mammoth mammoth from their hell's likely album sitting pretty